welcome to Trashy Trasher, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I'm your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. Hello. How are you? You know, I'm doing okay. I um, okay. I was just, you know, on the Twitter. Sometimes I go on the internet, mm-hmm. on, um, you know, Elon Musk Twitter, on, you know, Beyonce's internet, and... Mm-hmm. I saw a tweet. It was a news state, you know, news uh, reporter, a station, you know, and they said protesters mobbing Canadian prime minister, Justin Trudeau. What do you do now? Well, I don't know because the Canadian prime minister is something I inserted. I just heard or I read protesters mob Justin Thoreau. The guy Uh-oh. who used to be married to Jennifer Aniston and wrote Iron Man 2 and Tropic Thunder and shit. Were they married? Yes, for three years. I liked them together. I did too, but they're still best friends. He so. seems like a stand-up guy, you know? He does. But yeah. I was like, why are people protesting that actor and screenwriter? He's like, seems cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's I great. I do this constantly. It, people, you know, anytime people start talking about the prime minister, I'm like, I think of him. And when I think of him, I think I'm like, when did he get involved in Canadian politics? They're I'm they're super it. easy to confuse, I think. <laughs> <laughs> to like no one else. Anyway, I, I was like, man, you need to get in reality if that's what you think instinctively. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm OK. Yeah. What about you? What are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Mm. Um. I had a had an interaction that I haven't talked about yet that involved I'm not a hugger, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I hug my friends and I love hugging my friends. I'm obsessed with it. Get over here. Let me squeeze yeah. you, you know? Yeah. But like I'm not an automatic I don't I don't like to hug people I've never met. Yeah. And that goes for like someone I've never met but like who is like family you know you know what i'm saying like where it's Mm -hmm. like oh like here's so so and so's like here's my best friend's aunt yeah Yeah. you know and everyone's hugging her i don't mind not being like being the only one who doesn't hug her she's not my aunt right like just because i hug her like my best friend doesn't mean that i hug her family you know yeah Um, and when people get over familiar with you they just start taking food off your plate we talked we talked about the one who took my food the food off my plate my mom's like friend right yeah 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 that's what i'm saying yeah i can't believe that you just like triggered me like but like i'm so sorry (laughs) that's like someone who like you know it's just like anticipate like expected that i would hug them yeah you know yeah and like i do it because I don't want to be weird, you know? Yeah. But also it's like weird that that's an expectation. Anyways, so I had an interaction, like, I guess this was like over a month ago. I just, I, I don't know. Like it just kind of came to me today where I was, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. I'm like, everyone was hugging because everyone knew each other. I was the only one who didn't know these people, but I somehow caught myself in a situation where like, I was like, I guess I have to hug. Everyone's hugging. But like, there was someone else in the group who I think was like me mm-hmm. and didn't feel the need to hug a stranger. And had we been able to communicate that in a way, we would have just been able to like shake hands or just like whatever. But instead, like we both ended up hugging each other and like I could feel that like neither of us wanted it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
What I'm pitching is that everyone wears bracelets with different colors on them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was like something that was like being thrown around. Like when people were having to throw, I say having to throw they, when they were either choosing to, or financially in a position where they had no choice to uh, throw their wedding in the pandemic. And a lot of these like venues who wouldn't refund money or like whatever vendors who were like, didn't seem to see the big deal of like throwing a gigantic event in like uh, October, 2020 yeah. pre-vaccine or whatever. They, a lot of them had um, like a system set up where it was like, if you're wearing a red bracelet, that means you're telling everyone like, please stay six feet away from me. That's if right. you're wearing a, a yellow bracelet, that means you can come closer, but like, don't hug me. And then a green bracelet means come on in. And I'm like, that's not going to solve it. I don't know. Right. Anyways, I'm saying that we do that for regular life now, like not COVID life, but just like regular life so that I don't keep finding myself in situations like this. Marty from the Nooner podcast knows that I'm not a hugger and he always gets me. Mm. He always he always gets one. Yeah. Get off me, Marty. I'm just kidding. I love Marty. I'll hug. I'll hug you, bro. <laughs> it's fine. I, there's an old SNL. Do you remember the like the motivational quotes type mm-hmm. from the 90s where it was like, if someone the- asks you for help, always be carrying two boxes or two I can't remember the exact quote, but it's like, if someone asks you for help, just be like, well, I got these boxes, so I can't do it. Do you remember that? <laughs> Is that what the, was it um, Al Franken's character where he's like looking in a mirror? No, that's Stuart Smalley. I oh, don't, okay. I think his was, oh my God, I can't believe I'm not thinking of it. I'm, people are screaming. Well, whoever watched SNL in the 90s is screaming at me, but I always just think of that. So like in a social situation, just be holding something and be like oh i have the cake for the party can't hug you i could i think i could do that yeah i think i could arrange always having something in my hand yeah that's i mean that's kind of my only thing other than like firm boundaries yeah which are hard to like especially in a social situation a familiar type social situation like put on um yeah uh yeah but yeah that's what i would um that's what i would suggest <laughs> which is probably bad but yeah just, just hold always boxes. hold boxes you yeah, know what the you cake. Wanna, yeah. i just i oh I, I just screwed over taylor so bad we moved my desk and i was like and he was like well where are you going to record because when you move your desk right there i kind of have to be really quiet in the bedroom and i also can't be in the living room i was like oh i'll, I'll record at the dining room table no problem <laughs> i'm at my desk He's fucked. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Oops. Classic. Classic, Classic. me. Yeah. Selfish selfish is all get out. Why are you trash? All right. You know, s- s- trash. So I was just thinking about uh, in December, I had mm-hmm. a health issue. And okay. um, that was they had to remove a skin tag from my nipple, my areola, I guess. And uh it was scary because I was like, what if this is can't we're going to test it? You know, what if this is cancer? You know, just letting my brain, you know, run wild with anxiety. Totally. Yes. Like sowing the seeds of anxiety for years to come. Uh-huh. But I was like, okay, we get the skin tag checked and, you know, but I just, the place I go to, it's like a healthcare all in one collective fun thing now. It's a brand. I, they don't sponsor us. I won't name drop them, but okay. 
They have nobody does though. And we name drop all the time. It's fair. (laughs) Yeah, fair. So they have luxury, right? You know, people doctors always have those like paper dresses. Yes. Luxurious silk robes from a very oh, it's a whole shishi thing. It's it's stupid, but that'll calm me down. Yeah. I was like, well, damn. I've been in this robe, tw- you know, do two different robes, second visit here. I wonder if I could buy these robes. Of course, that's what you thought. I, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm laying, I've got, you know, general anesthesia to my hair. <laughs> There's a, a knife <laughs> within inches of my nipple. And I'm just like, sure. Oh, okay. Not thinking about the cancer, trying to think how I can scheme taking this robe home. <laughs> Like if I start bleeding a lot, would they be like, oh, sorry, don't sue us. You can have the, you know, I'm just, my brain went wild trying to figure out how to buy the robe. And so you're preserving yourself. There's nothing, no shame in that game. You know, I, you know, I don't even think it was calming the anxiety. It was truly like, how am I going to get this goddamn robe? I want it. (laughs) And I already Googled obsession over it. That's so funny. I'd already Googled the brand. They don't sell them. So this must have been a special collab. Mm. so i'm uh you know i'm like trying to make jokes while the doctor's doing the you know just a big skin tag whatever but trying to get that goddamn rope you know robe on my hands so i keep kind of be like oh this robe's so comfortable it's so nice you know i'm dropping hints i'm laying the path and then eventually i just after everything was done and i was all gauzed up and the bleeding had stopped it's like say you guys you guys are like you know, cycle through the, you get, get rid of these robes. Like, what's that deal? And like, she's like, everyone has to buy the robes. So this so is it wasn't just you. Question. No, everyone. She's like, that's the most common question. Not, is this healthy? Am I okay? Like, what's going on? It is, how can I buy the robe? <laughs> so, yeah. I just thought that, the, you know, me trying to like plot some way where it's like, oh, what if there's a fire in the building and everybody has to run out? Then I can the take robot. it. Then I can take it because obviously I've been traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny a litany of excuses of like how can i get this robe i'll buy it but how do i get it out of their hands but yeah anyway just stupid anyway the skin tag was benign we're good but that's great yeah really good what about you how, how are you trash well i was in a show a few weeks ago uh and um that show i played a character who was like a, a drunk girl uh at saddle ranch she just gotten dumped at saddle ranch classic and yeah classic character so <laughs> i was like all right well what kind of outfit can i throw together for this like what is what is saddle ranch and so i just so happened to attend the birthday party of none other than erica curry yourself and it was at a country western bar so i was like oh I'll just toss on that outfit, you know, because that works. (laughs) Um, And this is like an anthropology dress rented, of course, but like nasty gal boots, you know, like it was, it was cute look, whatever, but I had like a blonde wig on or whatever. Anyways. So I'm out at uh, drinks post the show. Oh, you saw this show. Were you there? No, No, I didn't see the sketch. Yeah. Anyways, it's fine. Um, So I'm at drinks post show and a man who's friends with someone else who was in the show with me comes up to our table and goes, I just want to give you a compliment. I thought that you were so funny, et cetera, et cetera. Like the things that I hear every time I perform. Right. Of course. And and then he goes, I especially loved 
your outfit choices for the drunk saddle ranch girl. Like I'm almost sad that you were standing behind a podium for a a little bit of it because you couldn't take in the entire outfit. He called it so perfect and so fragmented and how it worked for the character. I love it. And I was like, thank you so much. He was saying I dressed like shit, which was perfect for my shitty character, even though that was literally the exact thing I wore in public and was like, I'm going to rock this. Yes, you looked amazing. Apparently, I looked fragmented and how it worked for a drunk girl at Saddle Ranch who just got dumped. Oh, incredible. So that's (laughs) my personal brand now is drunk Saddle Ranch girl who's been who gets dumped. That's if you had to sum me up, I'm not edgy. I'm not minimalistic. I'm not feminine. I am <laughs> drunk girl at Saddle Ranch who just got dumped. I hope that you just pulled a sign headshot out of your bag and handed it to him after that. I'm like, thank you for coming by. <laughs> no, I just kept forgetting his name. I'm so <laughs> sorry. What was it again? Oh, oh, oh power okay. move. Power oh, you're move. also in ground links. That's nice. That's cool. <laughs> sorry. One more time with a name. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Bob. <laughs> it's Bob. It's so easy to remember. It's so easy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what I love that. I love that so much. I'm sorry you went through that. He doesn't know what what he's talking about on the second half. The first half, obviously true. Of course, I'm funny, but funny, perfect, whatever. Speaking of of you know (laughs) stepping in it, which definitely uh, feels like that guy did a little bit. Let's get to our first story from ladbible.com. A lady Bible.com says a reptile catcher releases deadly snake into a customer's house after they refuse to pay him. That, my friends, is petty. Yes. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> thing you asked me to remove? Oh, no, I'm going to put more in your house. <laughs> it's like a, a fumigator just like unleashing roaches in someone's house. <laughs> I mean, you know, he wasn't like wrong i'm not like sorry to be so you know controversial but if you come and you pay someone to remove uh, or if you refuse to pay someone for the service that they just did i don't think that it's that crazy to have them reverse the service because you didn't pay for it (laughs) so i caught the snake pay me for that no okay i'm gonna let the snake loose again and i'm gonna put it right where i found him in your crawl space well, so that's, I mean, this is crazy, but I, I, so what I'm hearing is that he, the the gentleman who's been catching snakes since he was a kid, he started doing it professionally in 2016. So he's got six years under his belt of, you know, service comes in and so he might've left it worse than he found it. Yeah. He might've come back and been like, oh, oh, you don't want this non-poisonous big snake in your house. Well, here's a poisonous one. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, pay me. Yeah, fuck you, pay me. Uh, yeah, it's. I caught a six foot red belly in his kitchen. I put it in a bag, mm. and then he starts saying, "This should be free. The government should pay for that. The council should pay for that. I'm not paying you." Uh, well, it isn't free, buddy. Yeah, why should he, the government pay to get a snake out of your house? I mean, I feel like Australia should pay to get snakes out of homes. I I'm with you on this one. Um. I'm with you. I am on this one. I'm with that man. All right. 
<laughs> but, but so real rich basically- coming from you, considering that you don't consider married sex dolls to be people because they don't pay taxes. But well, this guy's a taxpayer. It should be part of his tax, you know. Anyway, basically, he was like, all right, if you're not going to pay me, I'm going to release the snake back out into the wild. And then the man who home he was in was like, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> the guy just goes, well, call the fucking police then, which is just. <laughs> I just I just I want to hear it in their accents. Like, I oh, want my God. Yes. The way it happened, not the way I'm reading it. I want to hear totally i want to hear it so it's not right coming from us no no so basically you know the guy was freaking out and blah 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 you know he had the money he was just kind of being a dick about it weird move you know yeah like weird move eventually he you know coughed up and then the the uh, woman was forced to call the rspca after she found a snake trying to sneak into her house while she was having a snooze rspca sorry <laughs> anyway it's, it, uh, that that would scare the freaking bejesus out of me having been bit by a snake and living bit by a snake oh i thought i've told this story yeah i got bit by a copperhead snake in college i mean that on my feels ankle. on brand i just oh, i don't absolutely. know if i know the story <laughs> so i was at the camp where i caught the possum with my bare hands I, it sure. was another session at this camp and I was walking. So at the first night of camp, there's always this big bonfire. And then our college mascot comes and tells the story of the person he's based off and their life story. And he has the, our mascot carries legitimate guns, like pistols and shotguns. And it's, his is it character. racist? No, no, no. That's no. nice. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. So he's actually, a real, it's a really cool story, but uh, Google pistol pete someday but anyway life story uh i'll tell you i'll tell you offline but (laughs) he came so again all the campers come to all the crew all the campers come down to this bonfire so me and my friend were like hey let's go down a little bit early and when the camp directors come down to set stuff up we could jump out and scare the shit out of them they might call this karmic and so we're walking (laughs) dark I'm walking behind my friend. We're walking in a line on the trail. And I just feel a bite. I'm like, Whoa, something happened. I couldn't see though. It was like dark. Yikes. So I'm like, hey, I don't feel right. Like my foot, this is, I got, I can't, I got to get back. Something this happened. Nuts. Something happened. And it turned out a copperhead. But thank God the copperhead had just probably eaten because it only one fang got me. So he probably broke a fang off recently and he had just expelled a bunch of venom. So like the venom was not, he wasn't full of venom at that time. So only a little bit got in because a, one of his little fangs were broken and he probably just had used it on something else. So he are was they scared? Those are bad ones. Oh, oh rarely. They're, they're rarely fatal to humans. Pshaw, Erica. No, my leg, my leg was sensitive to heat and cold for almost a month. My leg swelled up. I had to go to the ER. Case was- fatal- fatality rate is exceedingly low at about zero point zero one percent. Well, it hurt like hell, and I didn't know what had bit me at the time, and so um, you know we don't know what's going on. Could have been an Eastern Diamondback rattlesnake, which is the most venomous snake in North America. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, I'm just kidding. Was, I don't mean to diminish your your ouchy ankle. I mean, but. it was swelling. It was blistering. I was like throwing up. It was bad. So we had to go to the ER. Anyway, I'm just saying now, though, when I see snakes, I go, I fucking beat you once. I'll beat you again. You know, I, I've, I've conquered them in some way. So I feel pretty good about that. Speaking of being conquered. Yep. Hello uh, to our overlords in the future, listening back to hear what human conversation sounds like to mimic it yourself. You think AI could do this podcast? Maybe. If, okay. Have you heard about GP chat, GPT chat? You no. know, the AI. Okay. So there's, there's an, an open source AI where people are, you can tell it anything. The other day I said, how would I, if I were Mary Shelley, the, you know, the ch- woman author of Frankenstein in the 1800s, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how would she say, I hope you're having a good day to someone or that, you know, I asked it a bunch, I typed in those prompts and it wrote me some of the most eloquent phrases. People are using it for cover letters. You just type the job description and it's like, Hey, write me a cover letter for this job. And it'll be like, I have all the skills, blah, blah, blah. It's crazy. People are using it for essays. I mean, it, it, it is scary, but anyway, I'm just saying if we fed GPT chat 10 episodes of this podcast and then hit make a new podcast go, it could probably pump up something very similar to what we do. Can I be honest? Yeah. And maybe I'm a bad person. Hmm. I don't look up a lot of stuff about AI because I am kind of trying to just mentally pretend like it's not real. Okay. Yeah. Fair, 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 fair. Because it's, oh, um, it's like scary. scary. Yeah. Um, people are like, is this is this AI going to eliminate the need for blank, blank, so many jobs, like this kind of job? Like, it's scary good. And it's a free, it's open source. I just feel like AI just started to pop off, like, all of a sudden. Am uh, I wrong? No, I mean, I feel like it's been slow, but now it's been accelerated, I would say, in the last, like, two to three years. Like, Especially like AI drawings, this GPT chat, like all sorts of stuff is really. Um, I don't like it. Yeah. It is scary. But again, I just want to say hey to the overlords, big fans. Yeah. Okay. Trashy, trashy. So speaking of our overlords yes, uh, yes. from MSN.com, this is person who's wrote this article says, I went to a bar that was staffed by robots and they charged me a 10% tip. Um. I'm wondering, yes, okay, we walked by this robot-operated bar. <laughs> we didn't go, but we watched, we, we looked at it, and it's like a big arm that pours drinks, and we're like, okay. <laughs> That's fun as hell. Um, yeah, it was cool, but yeah. Vegas is expensive, so we're like, we don't need this bitch to pour our drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, they got their bill, and it added a 10% service charge. And he's like, normally I wouldn't mind 10% tip for making my drink. But you are a robot. You have no health insurance cost. Uh, yeah. So well, you've got maintenance. No- well, you think oil is for free? Okay. Are you saying universal oil care for robots? Is that your new stance? It's- we'll probably get it before universal health care. Oh, damn, US. Well, am I wrong? Nope. <laughs> but there's no way to opt out of the charge. That's the crazy thing. You can't just say no. It is tacked on. This is your bill funny yeah that's cra- it's called the tipsy robot yep that's crazy. it's in planet hollywood damn uh there's a restaurant there's a place in japan in tokyo called robot restaurant mm-hmm. but humans serve you 
but it is the most insane spectacle thing I've ever seen. And don't I, they fight or whatever? There's it's like choreographed dance. It's these huge like parade. It's a it's a building. It looks nuts going up. It like every floor is like colorful and and themed and nuts going up the stairs to it. Then inside of it, it is like the craziest parade you've ever seen but it's a runway so it's like the the things can go to a certain length and then they come back there's human drummers and dancers and fake fighters and they're on these elaborate like parade float looking robots it is the coolest fucking thing and i take it to the runway runway it is the runway yeah i i I absolutely recommend it but humans serve you so that's that's good yeah tip your servers yeah People tip your servers. I, yeah, this is. Even uh, if they're a robot though? No, that is. Okay. No, that is like going to the soda machine, the, you know, Coke free for all and making your own soda. No, I tip your human servers. Well, or if there's a dolphin that somebody has trained and that's horrible and it has a little, you know, um, uh, you know, cart on its head and it brings you cocktails to the pool. And again, that is highly illegal. And Don't you tip that dolphin? You know where that money's going. I'd sooner you tip, tip the dolphin. It's got no. ro- it's got. Rent. Are you kidding? What the hell is that? Are you being serious? Are you serious? I would sooner tip a robot who actually is going to require a little bit of maintenance and requires someone who's knows robots before I would tip a dolphin with a basket on his head because who trains that dolphin not someone who is being very nice because dolphins are not meant to do these types of things I'm just saying tip your dolphins people you're oh you're crazy about that have you ever swam with dolphins were you one of those kids who got to do that I haven't swam yeah I have swam with them but they were kind of um yeah I have done it in Mexico in college oh no wonder you have no issues with it it did get you already first... have a questionable past with dolphin slavery don't you i know it got one of them got a little frisky with my nana though he was putting his little nose up her bum and trying to get in her front and it was uh it found nana quite attractive that sounds awful Dolphins are, are horny little bastards. Speaking of a horny little bastard, that has nothing to do with our next story. <laughs> They're um, honest. They're honest little bastards. Honest little bastards. Uh, from Metro.co, a very honest drug dealer tells cops, there's a lot of coke in my boot right now. Honestly, thank you for your honesty. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I appreciate that so much. But he was caught with two million pounds of cocaine in the boot of his car not his shoe boot but the the trunk as we might say in america north america and things like that but the trunk of his oh car. my god i thought it was his boot i did too i oh did too i was like that's a lot of cocaine to carry around in your shoe i thought about that's those wild. platforms from the 70s you know that would have like the goldfish inside of them do you remember yes those? yes that's what i was thinking work. just little cocaine floating around his little platform boots but no he was stopped <laughs> last year and he was driving uninsured. Can't do that. How many so, times we got to tell you guys? <laughs> get, if you're going to do crime, be insured. Make sure be your insured. taillights work. Make sure your brake lights work. Like, do, mm-hmm. again, at first, do not do crimes. Blanket no. Satan. 
hypothetically, if someone were to do crimes, is that a, a, a gate me of legality? I'm just saying, be smart, criminals. They're so stupid. You have one job. One job, which is to illegally subvert the police and distribute an illegal drug. Come on. So have insurance. Got to have insurance. But basically, he <laughs> he was pulled over around 10.30 p.m., questioned on the roadside, and then he was like, hey, I um, I just need to be, be honest. <laughs> He's like, in the boot, he replied immediately. Basically, they were like, what's in the boot? <laughs> and he quickly followed up, drugs. There's a in, lot, a lot of cocaine. Yeah, in the boot. What's in the boot? Drugs. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of cocaine, he added. <laughs> Must be so nervous. <laughs> almost charming how stupid he is. But yeah. Uh, I don't think he's being stupid. Maybe he was a mule. I was going to say maybe he's a time traveler. Erica, please. I'm just saying, what if he needed the police to be distracted to that moment? Maybe he needed to stop this shipment of cocaine going somewhere oh. to avoid a further disaster oh maybe maybe mm-hmm. but he was charged last year and sentenced to eight years in prison this month and the drugs well, will be destroyed two million dollars cooking well uh that'll do it i'll do that'll do pig that'll do that'll do uh, pig that'll do <laughs> you know the man who wrote George, uh, you know, Mad Max, all the Mad Maxes, uh-huh. also directed Babe. <laughs> He's not George no. R. R. Martin. I'm <laughs> um, George I'm R. R. Martin. Of, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I've been I've been looking him up for a um um uh, a costume party. Uh, George Miller, George Miller, who did all <laughs> of the Fury Roads and the Mad Max series, like the That's creator. Hilarious. Uh, but yeah, he directed Babe Pig in the City. That's one of his like claim to fame. Well, you know, I love it. It's like, hey, I have a very distinct world I want to create. I have an image. I have a whole mythos, a whole world I'm creating. But you know what else I'm going to do? I sure do like talking pigs. That would be nice. But yeah. oh, people are three-dimensional. They you know? are. They are. I love it. Um, sorry, George R. R. Martin, for the george miller slander anyway again i can't keep names straight justin trudeau justin thorough the georges the martin i don't know i just get them all all in the brain they go crazy who's who who i don't know unless you have a name tag on in front of me like winston Mm -hmm. i recognize him every day but if i don't see wears a name tag in your house he has to wear a name tag yeah the Mm -hmm. cats each have a name tag so i can keep them you know one's white (laughs) one's brown but i'm always like ah i can't remember so it's uh yeah i bet if i didn't see winston for three weeks i I i'd be like hi nice to meet you you know so i sure hope not who knows who knows i'm not i can't keep stuff straight sometimes it's hard for me to remember things who are you yeah but you know what is always going to remember he's going to learn he learned a lesson he's always going to remember this what happened from indy100.com a raccoon in georgia it's frozen to a railway track by its testicles. Yeah, I almost was going to get rid of this one, but I thought it has a happy ending. Yes, yes. So <laughs> he he was so his testicle he got frozen to the tracks because the temperatures dropped to minus twelve degrees. 
that's chilly. Well, that's real. That's like Antarctica. You're talking about minus 12 degrees. Who knows what the wind chill could have been? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was an oncoming train straddling the metal tracks. And so a man, Neil Mullis, rescued our little hero. He poured warm water under his bottom while co-workers worked a shovel under his butt to try and break him loose. That's nice. He then jumped off the rail and ran into the woods, never looking back. But every once in a while, he gets a glint in his eyes and he goes, Neil, I wonder what he's up to today. The one that, that got away. saved my life. That man, he'll never know the impact I had on him. he had on me. <laughs> How could I replay him? Repay him someday? That's it. If I get rabies, I promise not to bite him. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's a nice promise from a raccoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that'd be so sweet. <laughs> um, speaking of promises. Yeah. Uh, according to CBSnews.com, North Catholic counselor loses job after students get crystals from self-proclaimed witches. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is nutty. So, <laughs> um, uh, and she believes she should not have been dismissed, but, you know, so a woman. Yeah, blame. A w- I was up with witches. They, <laughs> they hexed me. That's fair. That's fair. So a coven of self-proclaimed witches. Well, who, I guess if other people call you witches, sometimes it can be accusatory, but if you self, if you own it, who knows, who knows, but I'm just trying to get burned at the stake. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You don't want to be called a witch. Nope. But so she, she was uh, in this coven with Mm -hmm. witches and crystals with special powers, allegedly, Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were invited to speak at a local Catholic high school, resulting in a firestorm pitting Catholic versus pagan beliefs. Ooh. So, like they the, invited them. Yeah, exactly. So the three women say that they're Wiccan, you know, and for the past seven years, they've been selling crystals, skulls, scented candles. They Where all. Skull. Where do you get a skull? You know? I love a skull, a real one. Yeah. Did, would you? I got to get my hands on a skull. Yeah. What about like, an animal or a human? Human. You're a freak. I think it, you're wild. I, there's a, there, I think there's a, a cabinet that it would make a really nice, you know, accent piece to. What about a replica? Yeah, but everyone's going to know it's a replica. And that's so gauche. Gauche. <laughs> gauche. <laughs> what does it mean to be gauche? Gauche. Lacking ease or grace, unsophisticated and socially awkward. Okay, fine. You know, anyway. All right. Because uh, people go, oh, the skull. What's the story with the skull? And I'll have to be like, I got it from Pottery Barn. You know, that's no fun. You don't want to do that. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the women, um, you know, sell these these goods they believe are imbued with special powers from their store. But they say, we do not conjure any dark forces. That's a big thing in Wicca. They don't conjure dark forces. So there's no devil worship going on here. So they worship nature, elements, earth, air, water, fire. That's what Wiccans worship. So, And right before like, Christmas. Oh, like the, uh, you know, like the airbenders. Yes. Yes. So before Christmas break, the career and college counselor invited the women to speak about starting a small business in front of her marketing class cool 
juniors and seniors learning how to be entrepreneurs. Pretty cool. But then they gifted each student a crystal. Mm, That's one step too far. Here's where it kind of gets off the rails. So yeah, the students felt things were off. So they went directly to the administrators. So this went to the administrators and then the diocese, which is like the, you know, hierarchy of the Catholic church. And then she had to send an apology email to the parents and guardians advising them to return or dispose of the crystal and advising them to recite the prayer to St. Michael, the archangel, archangel, St. Michael, the archangel, say it, St. Michael, the archangel to cleanse their home. Isn't it the archangel? Oh, wait. Oh, that is tough. (laughs) I really thought it was going to come out right. (laughs) It's hard. It doesn't read right. It doesn't mm-hmm. it's not written well i've got notes sure. for the catholic church so call me <laughs> i'll do some consulting you guys need a consultant i'm looking for a yeah. job yeah i do live close to a uh, some catholics so i could probably uh bust in there and just drop a couple flyers off or a business card maybe yeah yeah, yeah. so basically they were like listen it, it, you know we know our faith in jesus not in objects rosary beads yes but crystals no make that make sense but okay and so (laughs) basically um the women said the wiccan said that the children the students were allowed to pick their own crystals like fluorite so basically um you know one of them was like we would say that this is a good increase for concentration so if you need help setting this is your stone oh boy Anyway, some little narcs didn't like it. And so I've just been like, hmm, weird. All right, I'm going to throw this in the trash. They went to the administration. I don't know. What's your call on this? Should they have been able, you know, should they have gifted or. I feel like a public school versus a Catholic school is very different because of the, you know, private Catholic institutions different than just a public school. Well, think about it this way. Yeah. Let's say that they weren't Wiccans, but they were still there to talk about sprawl business entrepreneurship. Right. So let's say they were there because they had been developing or started a small business where they sold succulents or maybe something a little bit in the same vein, uh, essential oils, right? Okay. Do you think that it would have been bad i mean catholics love oils True. so do you think that it would have been inappropriate for them to go everyone can come pick their own oil this one helps with your sleep this one helps with this this and this you know it's the same kind of yeah uh, hullabaloo to so to speak if you believe in it or not is your business but is it because they were witches Probably. i think because they were witches i also think if using the oil metaphor there might have been some issue only because it's a digestible inject like you know what i mean like if if she'd just given succulents away like would have been in the right you know yeah probably no problems but the anything i guess that could be ingested might have caused a similar a similar issue but i I don't don't eat essential oils do you uh, some people do and they're like oh or, or you know i don't know it's 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 just diluted water but they're like oh i put a little aragon oil in my you know kids back of the ear and it got rid of their liver cancer and you're like i don't think that's 
how it works, but anyway. uh, speaking of eating, yeah, the from dexterto.com world's worst McDonald's closes after a viral brawl with a raccoon and over 900 police calls. <laughs> so an infamous McDonald's restaurant is finally closing down after receiving well over a thousand calls to the police for criminal activity, which included viral brawls where a customer released a pet raccoon. Um, like, let's clarify. They didn't get a thousand 911 calls on the night of the raccoon. Brawl. No, this is, this is historic. A thousand over time. Yeah. And then one of them, including a raccoon brawl. Yeah. It's been dubbed the world's worst and has seen plenty of wild stories over the years from sexual acts taking place in the washroom, drug deals, and fights between the patrons. But I love that some guys like, oh, you know what I've seen a bunch? Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what this fight needs right now? My pet raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll fly the ship after we do the brawl. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, so basically they were called to the 24-hour restaurant in 800 times in 2018 alone um apparently in another moment there was um oh this might have been someone someone locked the door of the bathroom because a guy and a girl went in there to uh have sex and um so a person was like trying to get into the bathroom because they're like i have to go to the bathroom i don't care that you're having sex in there and uh, when they were unsuccessful, they finally just were like, you know what? Forget it. And then they just started to poop on the floor right outside of the bathroom. That is nuts. Nuts. And once they finished pooping and then the couple ended up having or finished having sex, they all just left. Like they nobody yeah. was like, I should probably report this poop. <laughs> they didn't acknowledge the other <laughs> and the poop person was like i should probably tell someone that they're having sex in there everyone no. was like let's all just commit that's a that's a that's a death that's like a blood pack that you make I'm like hey <laughs> i'm not gonna tell anyone you should on the it's not each it's just barely a look of like hey we can't tell anybody but mutual assured destruction if you tell about the poop i'll tell about the sex you know it's it's uh yeah, the, this is a this is a blood pack that three people entered into. <laughs> it's so weird because, like, obviously, it's not like every McDonald's is like this gleaming great place, but this one just seems particularly cursed. Yeah, it's just like it, it clearly has a reputation. Yeah, this um, is nuts, but yeah, good good thing. So, there's a another McDonald's in our next story. Yes, an uncursed location, some might say. <laughs> so uh, according to foxbusiness.com, a McDonald's customer mistakenly was given a bag containing thousands of dollars in cash instead of food. Wow. Yeah. He's like, um, I I just wanted a sausage chicken muffin. I'll pay $8,000 for it because that's all the cash I have on me at this time. <laughs> So it was a McDonald's in Indiana and they accidentally gave this customer a bag of cash instead of what he ordered. And he put a video on TikTok about it. He's seen pulling small plastic bags of cash out of the McDonald's bag. Let me give you some advice. And again, I don't, I'm not good for advice, but just try this for one second. 
if you open a McDonald's bag and it's full of small plastic bags of cash, um, don't mess with it. Maybe just return it. Uh, it. Certainly don't put it online because something about small plastic bags of cash leads me to believe that perhaps you were not the customer they were waiting for and that whomever they were waiting for is probably dangerous. Now, if you get a bag of cash and it's in like one of those kind of rubber or leather kind of zip bags with like, you know, like the, the restaurant people have to take to banks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like an Argus. But yeah. 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 Then maybe maybe you got some accidental cash. And then at that point, it's up to your own morals and your own judgment on uh, if you want to return it or not. But uh <laughs> yeah yeah so the person who posted this clip was like why would you do this to me you know how bad i want this money and but he returned it so he walked into the mcdonald's returned the cash and the fast food he said i'm a good person he returned the money to the fast food chain because he is quote a good person according to him and so the mcdonald's employee was heard on the video expressing their gratitude and relief when he returned the money, they're like, well, I just want yeah, to give you a that hug. seems like some mob money. Yes, that's yeah. So the employees rewarded him by returning the cash by giving him $200 and free McDonald's for a month. Were they allowed to just dole out that 200 bucks? I know. <laughs> like, they don't have the authority to get there's no petty the, cash. There's a, a front. This McDonald's isn't real. <laughs> this is 100%. Something's going on. And those employees were like, um, Oh, the video is already online. Oh, well, we were going to give you a thousand, but I guess two hundred now. This we were going to kill you, but <laughs> but you've already commented on. Now that you've been online, here's two hundred bucks in a free McDonald's for a month. Why don't you get out of here and forget what you saw? <laughs> that's the that's the <sighs> vibe that yeah. I'm getting. Very um, much so. I all of this is making me crave McDonald's. Is that bad? No, I had I had Wendy's for lunch, something, you know, a oh, treat, wow. a delight. And the person who's taking my order is the nicest person I've ever interacted with. Like they asked me how I was doing, but it was a genuine question. I was like, thank you. How are you? You know, it was they were like, you know what? Have a great day. And they meant I could feel in their voice. They meant it. It was lovely. Anyway, shout out to to Wendy's employee. Thank you for being so kind and so enjoyable to speak with while you took my order of too many hamburgers too many hamburgers yeah anyway it was just made me really happy but but no i can't think about mcdonald's because i got wendy's in me which is why my stomach probably hurts right now oh gosh i've been you know trying to be very good at being vegan for a few months now with a couple Mm -hmm. slip ups here and there and it's like i don't if someone was like, do you want a steak right now? I'd be like, nah, yeah. nah, I'm all right. Yeah. But if someone was like, do you want a sausage and egg McMuffin with I just by itself or maybe like two, I'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah. Gimme, gimme, <sighs> gimme. Yeah. I do. I think McDonald's, I I don't know if I've said this before, but I think McDonald's has superior ketchup and that helps add to the taste of their food and the desire to want McDonald's. I think they have 
the best ketchup in the fast food game. Did I talk about on this podcast when me and uh, my my beau went to a wedding in Utah and the wedding, I'll say it, was under catered like severely and um, but ironically in Utah, not uh, a loose a loose bar. So we had to get some food in our systems and I was drunk in the back of a lift and ordered door we ordered DoorDash McDonald's because it was the only thing open and I got a 20 piece McNugget like I never crave McNuggets I don't know what they're made out of allegedly chicken but for some reason my brain just like drunk on Utah tequila was like maybe Vita tequila who knows um was like I need I need to eat some chicken nuggets and not just a six piece with some fries no dollar menu like i need a 20 piece and i ate 19 out of 20 wow yeah wow it wasn't a high point of mm-hmm. my life <laughs> but i can't say that it was the lowest either yeah. yeah on new year's eve i ordered a bunch of doordash to my house and just shame on you ate it ate it at like three o'clock in the morning I tipped oh, well. Wow. Okay, good. I was just housing, housing food. Sure. And I was like, this is, I'm not going to feel well. I'm not going to. And this is mid. I'm also getting, getting over jet lag. So I'm like, mm. I am not, I'm going to sleep forever. <laughs> My body doesn't know how to eat this food anymore. Because <laughs> it had real <laughs> food from Europe for two or three weeks. But yeah. speaking of, you know, food. Um, oh yeah, let's do it. Time we get into the dumpster fire. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh my god! All right, maybe you found yourself thinking, "Hmm, you know what? I almost never think about cartoon mascots." Well, you're gonna think of them this week from the New York Times.com. How M and M's found itself in a culture war. Big announcement yes. happened last week. We're recording. You'll hear it. M&M's put out a statement on Monday and announced that it would take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies because I guess changing the shoes of a cartoon candy made people lose their absolute mind and polarized America. Okay, for what it's worth. Yeah. I'm not going to say that people are losing their minds over nothing. But they didn't just change her shoes, didn't they? All this is, we're talking about the green M M&M, and M, of course. Of course, the formerly slutty, but now like I guess smart, sassy, and like bisexual green M M&M. and M. They didn't just give her sneakers; they made a whole big deal about it, didn't they? I like, don't. Did they say like now revealing the new green M M&M. and M? I don't think that they did this like incognito. And if they did, then <laughs> we've got other issues with people noticing at all. Well, Tucker Carlson, I watched multiple clips of his show that somebody else reposted, not his direct show. Uh-huh. Lost his mind. Like, are we? Oh, what a jerk off to this Eminem. And I can't yeah. know. Because yeah. she's wearing sneakers. Yes. It's, it's, so in January last year, they gave her a break, replacing her with flats and swapping the brown Eminem stilettos for smaller, more comfortable heels. Kitten heels for the brown Eminem. Yes. And so basically people were like, Uh, Tucker Carlson said, 
M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment when you wouldn't want to have a drink with any of them. That's the goal. When you're a totally, drink. A drink. Uh, yeah. When you're totally turned off, he said, we've achieved equity. They've won. I'm sorry. What? Like, did you need, do we need sex to sell M&M's? Who thinks M&M's and then goes, hmm, yeah, I'm going to be fucking tonight if I eat some M&M's. <laughs> I'd fuck the green one. <laughs> That yellow one, he's dumb and big, and I like him strong. <laughs> what? Uh, what? So, so basically, funny. yeah, they they were like, listen, we we're all about bringing people together. The M and M's were not talking about, you know, abortion, healthcare, gay rights. They were just like, um, we're gonna draw different shoes on them. And M and M, the company, Mars decided that we are going to. And take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies. Say we're sorry that this has become such a thing. <laughs> Holy shit. We're going to take a break. And now our spokesperson is Maya Rudolph. Yes, which is great. I love Maya Rudolph. She's funny. She's delightful. She sings amazing. She seems like a very good person in the things she stands for. Get your coin. Love Maya Rudolph. Sure. But I don't know why she couldn't be with the candies. Anyway, I feel, I'm going to hear this, uh-huh. but I feel as if they're, they're going to air. They, they've already said, like, we have an ad campaign that will debut during the Super Bowl broadcast. And with the, Maya Rudolph. With Maya Rudolph. And I've seen some clips of ads from Maya Rudolph's Eminem takeover. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, one I saw was like her face being on the Eminem's now and, you know, all this stuff, but I'm like, are they just hyping up for some huge Super Bowl commercial and then they bring them back? Who knows? You know, the the company said that the Eminems are presently pursuing personal passions. Babe. Lord Almighty! I mean, we gotta give a PR statement for for cartoons. If people are gonna fucking treat them like real people, I guess they kind of do have to do that. I mean, I we're all just so stupid. Yeah. So they introduced a purple M&M earlier this year, this month, January 2023. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Carlson declared that the woke M&Ms have returned. Okay. Wh- what? Like, so the green M&Ms got her boots back, but apparently is now a lesbian, maybe. And there's also a plus size obese purple M&M. So we're going to cover that, of course, because that's what we do. Wasn't the yellow one always fat? He was always a peanut M&M. He's a peanut M&M. Yeah, but because it's a woman, we criticize women's body. No, no, I'm not going to get there. It's just, I I just, like, you can't help but watch and be like, this is a parody. Like, Tucker Carlson shows sometimes the things he's selectively outraged about. The purple M&M is the exact same size as the yellow one. She's just a peanut M&M, and so is the blue one. They're all peanut M&Ms. Except the can't. orange one, who's a pretzel M&M. But, like... Can't have what? that. What is this? We can't have nice things. <laughs> but Where are it, we? <laughs> I don't know. This is insanity. I hope it's a big stunt for the Super Bowl and not caving into Tucker Carlson's insanity. But, um, yeah. I, I would so like to... Oh, God. We were, so we were at the um, M&M store. 
in Vegas. Don't ask me why. Okay. We're not tourists, but Taylor made a cute, you know, suggestion and we were both drunk enough to think it was right. He was like, oh, well, we could get M&Ms with our wedding date on it. And Aww. I was like, oh, that's nice. Okay, yeah. let's go check it out. I've never, like they, M&M stores, if you haven't seen one, it's because you've never been to Times Square or on the Strip in Las Vegas. <laughs> or I can't think of where else. they there, There's not one in LA, I don't no, think. I don't think so. But it's like this. If, three- if not, I'd be a regular. You know what I mean? Or probably one near Disneyland, but there's a, it's a three story, three or four story, like just giant M&M psychotic emporium. So to get the customized M&Ms, you have to go up to the third floor and then follow, like, I'm not exact, like follow a weird hallway. And like, there's keeps being arrows being like just a little further right down here. I'm like, um, okay. We ended up opting against it because we were like, oh, this is expensive and we don't really need our faces on M&Ms and like to have the dates on them. It doesn't look that cool. Yeah. So never mind. We're not going to do it. But the main reason we were like, let's just skip this is because the entire store, like not the first floor, you yeah. know, but like once you start getting up higher on the escalators, you start to smell something Oh. and you're like, what's this smell? And it smells like sweaty uh little kid candy hands oh no what i'm talking i mean it's a very specific smell but i think everyone knows it's like a little kid who's been palming some candy too long (laughs) and then eats it and then opens that sticky sweaty probably now colorful hand and that like sort of sour sweet stink and that's what the whole place smelled like and we're, I like I was like I have to get out of here like we're gonna we're gonna throw up at this and you look around and of course that's what it smells like because there's little yeah. kids Everybody. around with their sticky sweaty M&M hands and you're like oh. Oh. so yeah. you had to get out of there I went to the Coca-Cola the world of Coca-Cola when I was in Atlanta right next year? door to the M&M store in yep. Vegas is the Coca-Cola yes oh well yeah. But it was like the museum of like Coca-Cola, the history, all this stuff. And it was really well done. But at the end, right before you exit through the gift shop, they have eight, nine, ten big fountain drink stations with colas from around the world. And you get a sip unlimited. Mm. You can try every cola. You can spend three hours in there. Just dash of that, dash of this. I had candy or sodas from all around the world. And I was loving it. And then I was like, my tummy hurts because I had too much soda. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. I feel well. And it's like, oh, yeah, you just probably drank like 44 <laughs> ounces of Coke in like tiny, you know, little, you know, paper cups, like the little like mouthwash size. <laughs> but I was like, ooh, mm, oh, I like this one. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, How about this one? Yeah. <laughs> I feel horrible. <laughs> but yeah. Funny. Anyway, we've lost our mind. But you know what? I, I do want to bring us back to a beautiful Twitter thread about the M&Ms and yes. just, you know, mourning the loss. But user Macy Gilliam wrote, you know, to mourn the loss of our dear sexy M&Ms, here's a ranking of the most fuckable cartoon brand mascots. Yes. All right. Coming in at number one, Jolly 
green giant. Yes. Is that a, is that a leaf in your pocket? Are you happy to see me? I mean, he's tall. He's oh. strong. Those calves. He's healthy. Quads. Yeah. Yeah. You put some spinach in me, I could probably grow to his size, like Popeye or something. Number two, I have some qualms with because I'm pretty sure it's a child. Mm, Okay. Mm -hmm. It is, of course, Wendy from Wendy's. Yeah. But Wendy is grown up now. It's, you know, the person who's based off Dave's daughter is grown up now. But yeah, I get the, yeah. Does cartoon remove move age? Oh, yeah. Smarter people sure don't. It does this. Let's get it into does. number eight, <laughs> which is my favorite. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean with that little earring, that gold earring. Yeah, he's he's a freak. Yeah, he yeah, he's yeah, he likes it every which way by every which person. And good for him. World. Yeah, I yeah. Ooh, what a daddy. And then number seven, controversial to me, but I can see it. Toucan Sam. Yeah. Why is he controversial? I I just think you he's an animal. Him. I wouldn't want to yeah. fuck him, but I think he would be the life of the party. And I would be very drawn. You know, he has magnetism. I, would I be think, very yeah, drawn I think he would them. be like really funny. He would be so yes. funny that it makes him more handsome. Yes. And like, you know, he's kind of shorter than you, but yeah. like. You're, he's just so funny and so like and he's gonna worship you oh my god yes he's gonna do the most so i can yeah. see it yeah uh, right. number six is mr pringle he a daddy yeah you think so a big old mustache and that big old can mm-hmm. <laughs> he is a daddy for sure the little tight little red must you know um bow tie once you pop, yeah. you can't stop, you know? Nope. They don't say that for no reason. Exactly. So uh, coming in at number five, Kool-Aid Man. I don't know if I agree with this. I I feel like he'd be too much. I'd be like, you know, we're like Toucan Sam, just enough, funny, delight, you know, knows the limits of his magnetism and his loud, boisterous way. Kool-Aid Man, I feel like it's like, doing the most all the time and you're just i think he would be like a drunken mistake like you drink too much and they're and like the kool-aid man is there and then you wake up the next morning and you're like oh my god i can't believe i can't like like he grosses you out like you look at him the next morning and you like you you just want to leave more than anything he he said you sleep with on the step to meeting the toucan sam and at first you're hesitant because you're like i remember the kool-aid man but once you really see Toucan Sam's heart and know, you know, you go, oh, I'm not going to be hurt again. I won't make it. Toucan Sam is marriage material, honestly. Yeah. But the Kool-Aid man is like, you hope that no one finds out and you've done it more than once. That's what's crazy about him. Oh, yeah. Like you can't, you've done it more than once. Yeah. Shame He's on do you. do not answer in your phone, but you just keep, when you He's see him at a party and you drink too much, all of a sudden you just forget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, coming in at number, what are we on? Four? No. No. Uh, two? Two. Nine? Yeah. Nine? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, is the, uh, Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs bird? Yeah. I, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. I, I like his energy and, uh, he's definitely like a Leo or a Sagittarius, which are 
my son in my rising. So I see him. Yeah. I'm getting the vibe from him. He's like fresh from um, like jail or like the military or just some sort of position where he hasn't been around potential sexual partners in a while. And so like what you do with him is going to rock your world but it's like it's dangerous and you obviously like this isn't a long-term no, relationship this is a spark. material yeah this yeah. is kindle it's because you go know up. he's gonna leave you again yeah he's, he's gonna move institutionalized on. in some way of removed from others in that sense he's a product of the system you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. damn yeah i see it i see that but yeah he he's a love him love him and leave him kind of guy yeah. And then, of course, the last is uh, the M&Ms, which everyone knows that the brown one is the hottest. Um, yeah. But I think purple's cute. I think green's cute. Um, I never really felt anything red. for the male. Really? Yeah. I, you know, he's always like kind of the curmudgeon one. And, you know, I don't know. I just kind of like I appreciate that he wouldn't like me at first and I would have to make him like me. You like that? My old toxic way did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like, I'm going to win them over. Yeah. I didn't find any of the male M&Ms particularly appealing because like the yellow one seems like an idiot. The red one is like a curmudgeon and kind of just annoying. I think the orange one is always frightened. And then I don't know what the blue one's deal is, but I don't like it. It's too smooth. It's uh, a guy in Newport Beach newly single bought a boat kind of vibe what is the blue m&m <laughs> like what 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 does he represent in the portfolio of m&ms oh he's the second nut he's almond oh yeah i don't like nuts. they have almond m&ms maybe they got it all wild i love the peanut butter ones those are my favorite i'm a peanut butter slut but peanut butter m&ms are pretty good yeah Pretty solid. Put them in the in the fridge or the freezer. Here's a pro tip. Put them in the fridge or the freezer. You make yourself some popcorn. You got the popcorn bowl, fresh, hot. Ooh, what do you do? Pour some peanut butter M&Ms on top of that. And then, ooh, they're just kind of, you know, mirrored throughout the popcorn. So you, you grab a handful and then you go, oh, I've got two peanut butter M&Ms in this handful. All right. So what a fun hot. secret. It is delightful. And then you got the, ooh, so cold M&M's that are slightly melting because of the heat of the popcorn. And then and then, and then at the bottom, you just have butter-covered peanut butter M&M's from the popcorn, a little salt. Oh, it is decadent. Decadent, I say. You share a candy with, um, with, with popcorn because I like to do this with raisinets. Mm. Um, and I always feel like if I'm sharing it with another person, just kind of an existential dread yeah. that they're going to get more raisinets than I do. Like yeah. that they're going to go out of their way to make sure that they're getting more raisinets than me, which is why I'm not very good at sharing. Also, raisinets in general, I my eyes kind of like glaze over and like I could literally bite my fingers on accident while eating raisinets and I would still keep going to get more raisinets I I cannot buy them yeah I understand I I would like to follow up on the thread that you know Macy admits Macy Gillum admits her mistake of forgetting Tony the tiger 
Oh my God. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Where was he? Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, this is wild. I mean, I hope, you know, what, who gives a shit? It's a, the cut, it's a candy's mascot, but I don't want the, the people like Tucker Carlton or Carl, whatever his name is to, to win. That's it. I, I don't give a shit about M&M's. I just don't want him to win. He's not Erica. I don't know. Even, I'm scared. I'm scared. Even if, even if Eminem has decided to back down, he's not winning. All right. All right. Well, well let's he's change. Crying yeah. about how he can't have sex with any of the M&M's anymore. Like, you can't have sex with them if they go away altogether either. Yeah, but he's going to think about the green one for the rest of his life. Well, there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah, I don't give up. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> you know, what out of mind. Hoarding? All right. <laughs> I'm not hoarding an insane show. It is, okay. This feels like, I mean, this I think was a 30 Rock joke mm-hmm. that has come to life. And it is called- Milf Island? Milf Manor. Oh my god! I someone was just talking to me about this, it's, and it's on TLC. Yeah, I was like, "Excuse me." Yeah, yeah. I can't believe it's real. So the the okay. So they the the premises they have eight beautiful, sexy women who are older, you know, uh, upper forties, fifties kind of range, mm-hmm. and they're like. We're here to find love. We're going to meet these hot guys. It's it's a dating show is the premise. Is That's what they think. But when the guys show up, oh. the guys are all their sons. And they're like, what? And then the guys think that they're coming on to like Love Island type show to meet these women. And then they go, oh, oh, that lady is hot. And here's the twisted thing. My favorite part. The son mom duos are assigned one bedroom what yeah so the mother and son have like a bed you know they have separate beds whatever you're hoarding this did anyone after the reveal walk out no they were all like "Ooh, carolina's really hot Mm, i like her energy yeah and then the moms are also interacting with each other but like (laughs) <laughs> leave my son alone <laughs> leave my son <laughs> no get your get your paws off my son <laughs> while they're trying to fuck their son but you know someone else's son it's insane there is, was a sh- there was a movie yeah. once with naomi watts um naomi watts and robin wright uh um, i'm looking it up right now and it was called it was called adoration or i think um adore because it was a it was a different it's a foreign yeah. film yeah and it's about two moms and with their two sons who go on a vacation and end up kind of fucking each other's sons Ooh. So the director, Anne Fontaine, said that it was based on a true story that took place in a small community in Australia. And they get all like 
shitty about it when they when then their sons decide that they want to start dating people their own age that milf manor is unhinged so i can't believe it exists yeah one uh they have to do these little challenges and exercises to win dates and blah 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 but one of the challenges is a secret reveal so uh, they were given instructions by you know producers write down uh, a deep crazy sexual secret well then the game was all the secrets were posted on a board and the mothers and sons had to try to guess each other's and if both of you stumped each other you won but if you guessed oh that's my son you basically didn't win but you thought you won yeah one of the mothers reveals uh, you watch the son's soul leave his body and I'm like, oh, this is this is crossed. They are. I don't know if this can be repaired. This is nuts. But anyway, I'm only like two and a half episodes in. <laughs> so far, it has it, not bro. ended with a murder suicide. <laughs> so <laughs> fingers crossed, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I can't do it. Milf Manor. It is. Tr- it's it, it's like, hey, let's go buck shit wild. And they're like, all right, I got a camera. Let's run a vidal in Mexico. Great. TLC gave me like half a million dollars. <laughs> do I have a premise for you? Like it's crazy. Anyway, what are you hoarding? Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm like I'm, hoarding and also throwing it away mentally at the same time. You know, it's it's a deep shame. It's a deep shame that I'm hoarding it. But anyway, what are you hoarding? Um, I'm hoarding. Uh, they have it's this is for the LA babies only. Sorry. There's one in hollywood and there's one in north hollywood so the hollywood and the north hollywood it's called tabula rosa wine bar Ooh, um okay. the one in north Ho- or the one in hollywood i think it's in thai town specifically is an actual wine bar the one in north hollywood is just a bottle shop mm-hmm. and that's where i've been i'm dying to go to the wine bar though but it's very cute and they sell natural wine. And this isn't like a novel idea. There's a lot of natural wine yeah. places yeah. Um, around LA, but I like them. I like natural wine. And so I want these places to succeed. And I also like that there's a natural wine bar, you know, that's like, because I don't can't think of another one in the surrounding cities of where I live. So it's nice that in one of yeah. my surrounding cities, you know, that there's something there for me so if you ever get over to my neck of the woods check out vinovore Vin- vinovore oh. vinovore it's yeah. all women-owned natural wines it's cool. vinovore vinovore it's a really cool little shop yeah good vibes i love Vino- it yeah uh they focus yeah they focus on women winemakers it's it's dope i've seen this yeah i've seen yeah. this i've seen this yeah. i like it yeah come on down Natural wine, it's expensive. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. It's fucking expensive. It is. They've got but some I on like the board, it. affordable side at Vinovore. Yeah. So does Tabula Rosa, and they do tastings every day. You gotta send me. You gotta send me a link. I yeah, I want to go. Yeah. yeah, we should go to the one in Thai Town together. Love done. Great. Whenever you're done with Dry January, and whenever I have an income again, so maybe in April. Yeah, so let's. April or May? Let's shoot for a wine bar date. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. What are you throwing out? Dust. Oh, where does it come from? How do you keep it away? I dust and I dust like sometimes 
every other day I feel like yeah. and I have an air purifier I, I I know I live with two cats but they don't make dust in the rooms where there's there's just dust and I don't know how to make it stop we have Where's the dustiest ass apartment do you have the do you keep your windows open rarely we have a screen we rarely keep the windows open and mostly if like we're cooking or something just to get like the airflow we have the dustiest apartment. I, I feel you. I'm I'm right there with you. It's I what, what what do we do? What how right in if you know how to keep dust away. Anyway, I feel like I'm like in Dune and like nice, <laughs> but it's dust. I'm like I I'm sitting on a horde of dust. If I could just monetize this shit, it's awful. Yeah. What are you throwing away? Uh, my squeaky ass chair. Mm-hmm. Can you hear it? Mm, maybe I block it out, but I every once in a while I hear it. Yeah. Here, let me put my microphone closer to it. No guest. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a guest. I can hear this- it. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Thank my chair God. is so fucking squeaky, and like mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like I get in Zoom meetings for work, and I move, and I'm like, everyone probably just thinks I farted. <laughs> and it makes me so mad i'm glad that you can't hear it because this is a way better mic than whatever like laptop mic i use for zoom meetings so maybe i'm safe but yeah i just feel like in general all of my office tools are loud like my mm-hmm. chair is loud my keyboard is loud my mouse is loud everything is so loud even when we're doing this podcast like I'm, if i'm clicking around or something on like the document and like yeah. scrolling or you know touching anything i'm like this is this is so loud. I, I'll never recover from this. And what's nuts is that people pay money, honey, to have clicky, 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 clicky yeah, keyboards. I Meanwhile, I'm like, give me something silent. Give me something incognito. Mm-hmm. This is all, by the way, this is like detachable, cheap shit. I mean, obviously my Mac keyboard is somewhat silent. And also I uh, have acrylics, so I'm not doing myself any favors. But I'm throwing it out anyways. It's just all my loud office accoutrement. I want to I want to work silently. <laughs> to be fair, I can never hear you clicking in an article. So great news. I'm sure there's a setting where I could, but I understand. But, I hate a squeak. It's like, yeah, it just feels. In, I don't know why, but there's such a weird shame around it. Like, oh, my house, I'm my house squeaks like, I, yeah, it's a weird work dynamic where you're like no no something made a noise i'm poor my house squeaks yes yes that's what it feels like and it's not but oh yeah yeah. anyway some wd-40 on this thing i'll do it i don't know you know i can't maybe maybe on the not on the keyboard but maybe you know what i want to get rid of this chair i just feel like it's not even like aesthetically pleasing but i know if i buy like a cute chair it's gonna be so uncomfortable to sit in all day jack handy that's the thing I was trying to think of this entire <laughs> podcast. I haven't listened to a word you've said. That's since okay. Minute nine. Um, Jack Handy is the quote I was referring to about always keeping something in your hands. And now I feel so much better. But um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Where do the people find you? Yeah. Googling, Googling, Googling um always i'm always on google you can find me <laughs> i just learned about sand uh 
people stealing sand and uh, sand theft. It's crazy. Anyway, um, that was my latest Wikipedia look over. But they can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. And they can find me. Yeah, no, that's it. That's all. It's yeah. Don't find me in real life. Anyway, where can they find you? <laughs> at Cass Cardenas on Instagram. Don't find me in real life either, please. Um, And you can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Podcast on uh, gmail.com to send us uh, stories and why you're trash. You can go to trashytrashypodcast.com. You can do the same exact thing. You know, we've got um, a merch store that you can also access through our website, through Threadless. Mm -hmm. And $14 t-shirts till Valentine's Day. We're having a sale. It's good stuff. We Great love stuff. it at uh, Trashy Trashy on pod on oh, God. I'm, I'm grumbling at Trashy. Tr- you do it. Help me at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And always, you can find us at Trashy Trashy Podcast.com or Trashy Trashy Podcast.threadless.com to get a fourteen dollars shirt for your loved one. Order today, and it'll probably make it there by Valentine's Day. If not. Show up with chocolates and flowers and pretend like you forgot the date entirely when the shirt arrives and be like, what day is it? Zoinks. A random day. A random gift. Why not? You know, <laughs> more considerate, I think. True. And hey, gas. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.